So you say your 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 dues. <laughs> you say your I do's. Everyone gets real excited about the cocktail hour. I know I do because it's so dang good. And then you just dance and party the night away, but for a cost. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so sorry I left you for a week. It was my birthday weekend last weekend, July 31st. That is my birthday. I'm the big three eight and I'm feeling so great. (laughs) Some days, (laughs) not every day. You don't have to feel great every day. But uh, I'm back and this week was triggered. I don't want to say triggered. It was um, thought upon. I was reading one of my mom groups and there was a discussion about what do you give for weddings? And I was kind of invested in this because I'm thinking about now I haven't been to a wedding in a really long time. And I just recently was at a friend of mine that I work with a a coworker and friend of mine. And usually, you know, you go, you, you pay by plate, right? And I was reading some of the comments and I was like, whoa, like, wow. Like some of the people were saying where they live and it's based on that. Um, Some people said they don't always like to go by per plate because there's a lot that ties in with it. And I'm thinking back to now, obviously you guys know I'm divorced, right? (laughs) And I remarried. So I'm thinking about what you pay for if you have, you know, your photographer, your videographer, the venue, the DJ, all these things add up. And those of you like who are about to get married, you know, disclaimer, you're not going to get everything back. The only way you get everything back is if you don't pay for it and you just make money on it. Um, but if you are paying for your own wedding, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, some people say they make 50% back, which kind of sounds doable, definitely doable. And you can't say, well, if I invite more people, I'm going to get money. And I also like to think that like you can't get mad at people if they're not giving you your expectations, right? So when you think about your gift for a wedding, what are you thinking about? What are you putting into it? If you're in the bridal party, do give less because money goes into the dress, the bridal shower, the if there's a, a bachelor at party or a bachelor party. You know, are you taking these things into account and putting that towards money? Do you look at it as if it's a friend, an acquaintance, a best friend, or a family member? And all these things tie in. And location seems to be the hotspot. Now, the other thing I was thinking about, obviously, after COVID, I mean, not after COVID, COVID's still very much happening. Uh, things were very expensive, right? Prices went up. Um, I'm sure for people who are booking things, venues maybe have more cost because they lost out on money or food items are more costly or they don't have a lot of staff. So they're upping their employment wages because, I mean, I just look at some of these restaurants and it's hard, you know. And and little side note, can we all calm down? I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's because we spent too much time home with one another and we just like get easily like irked, but you can't go to a restaurant and snap your fingers and expect your food to be out on the table in like five seconds flat if you know that they're understaffed. And if you can see that sign that says help 
wanted or need help, you know what you're going into. You know that people are struggling. So take a chill bill and relax. Was that a lot? <laughs> Was it? I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. So about that. <laughs> All right. So what I was doing this morning is, like I said, I was scrolling through my daily newspaper. It's called Book of Faces. And I'm sure many of you read it. You're also thoroughly invested into it because it gives you a perspective from a personal and political view, right? You got people arguing in this paper. You get people like giving out their heart and soul, people telling you about their divorce stories, people telling relationships. Um, can we like, I, I, not that I like, listen, I, I'm not saying your feet are horrible, but like, can we calm down with like the feet pictures? Like there's like people like on the beach and like, they're like, it's all, ugh, I can't do it. <laughs> and I like, I, I don't like my feet. I was a ballerina for many years. So I have like bunions. I had bunionette surgery. Like there isn't like more heels. There's nothing that I can do. You know what I mean? Like that, that's no. It is what it is. It is what it is. All right. So, yeah, I go on to my newspaper every day and I just, I kind of just check out what's going on. Like, what are we talking about? And I was scrolling through my newspaper called The Book of Faces. And I believe many of you guys have it. Like I said, I came across and I was like, I'm invested. I need to like go in deep with this. I need to talk about this. Like, let's do this. Let's do this. So, the, the women on this uh, page, we're talking about when you go to a wedding and what do you like, what do you do? Do you, I don't know, are, how much money? Um, can you give examples? I pay this, I pay that. So one, the per- person posting was saying that they have a wedding in a couple months and, and you know, it's a good, it's a good point because things have changed. I almost fell on the floor. But then again, I have n- not, I've never really been into – like I've only gone to weddings in either New Jersey or – I'm trying to think. Did I go to a wedding out of state? Yeah, like Virginia years and years ago. So a lot of people were saying that they'll do, say, $100 per person and then they'll get something off the registry. Someone was like, no, we, you know, you don't give gifts at a wedding. You usually do cash. And, you know, I guess I can appreciate that because if you just paid for a wedding yourself, you definitely want to open up the envelopes. I think on my, when I've got married the first time, we literally were opening up envelopes that night just to pay for the DJ. <laughs> I was like, well, here we are. Um, someone said $500 in New Jersey. And I'm like, wow. Like, I guess, I guess I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm not up to par. I haven't, like I said, I went to one wedding. It was down the shore. Um, and I did overhear my friend saying how much it was per plate. So that's what I gave. And I, you know, my husband couldn't come. He was in another wedding. Um, so yeah. And then let's see, other people were saying they do 500 for friends, a thousand dollars for cousins and 2,500 for nieces and nephews. Wow. That's, that's, that's funny. And then someone I think said in, I think they're like in the Midwest somewhere. They're like, we give $50. I'm like, Hey, it's my kind of wedding. <laughs> and it's not to say that I wouldn't give that kind of money um, to like someone in a wedding or a dear friend. But then like, you know, a lot of people were questioning and you start thinking about this. Like, what if you seriously can't afford it? 
what have you, you know, do you just say, I can't come to your wedding? Um, are you honest? And then, you know, the other thing is, I guess you have to look at it from this perspective. How much, and this is like my, like literally just thought about this as I'm talking to you guys, how much would you spend to go out for the night with your significant other for dinner, dancing, drinks, like, you know, because you got to think about the the courses, right? Because you're going to have your, you're not going to have your cocktail or you're not going to, you know, so your appetizers, like you do a full course menu, drinks are included and there's music for dancing. How much would you spend? And I think maybe that's a good ballpark because we all know our restaurants, right? Like you're, you know, like, okay, I'm going to grab some quick sandwiches at the like little bodega over there. And that's going to cost me maybe about like 25 and change. I don't have to get dressed up or whatever. Okay. So that's what I'm spending. Or I'm going to go out in New York city for the night and I'm going to spend $300 easy on dinner and drinks. So I think that's a good way to look at this. Look at where you're going for the wedding, the venue, right? And that's where the per plate comes into perspective, but also think about when you're thinking about price. I'm not saying add on to per plate, but take it as a whole. You're getting music, you know, dancing, DJ, whatever it may be. You're getting a full course meal, your little appetizers, aka cocktail hour, your dinner, and then you're getting dessert. And then if it's an open bar, you're getting drinks all night. And I think that might be a good way how to figure out how much to spend and a wedding. And for me, like this is a where like you guys are probably like, well, how does this tie in with 4.0 in life? Like how does she – okay. So here's the thing. Like I am someone who likes to be organized and I like my finances. Like I need to check my bank account probably every other day just to make sure I have limits that I need. Like I need a certain amount in this account and I need a certain amount in that account. And that's just how I work. And I don't know. You just – you got to you gotta make it work. And I, I don't know if – if I couldn't, you know, would I say or would I decline the wedding if I couldn't afford to give them a gift? Or would I then get crafty in some way? Because, you know, this is like such a, I don't know, like I feel like I would not, I personally, I wouldn't get mad if say someone showed up to the wedding and didn't give me per plate. Like if I really knew like this was someone, a friend of mine and not everyone's on the same, you know, finance schedule or can afford certain things. And I get it. Someone's going to say, well, they can afford going out for the night and drinking and, and eating. And, but it's like, you, you know, you know, your friends, right? You know, your clientele, your, I'm air quoting your clientele, you know what everyone's about. And I think that's where it comes into your invite list. Then like, if you are seriously just concerned about this is an expensive wedding, I got to pay for it. I'm hoping I make money back. I, I don't know. Maybe then you don't, I don't know. Do you not invite those people that can't afford it? Like this is such like this is this this gives me a little anxiety thinking about <laughs> planning a wedding. And it's not something I ever hope I have to do again. I did it twice and we're good. We're done. <laughs> twice is nice. <laughs> Thank you. Um I will say though getting to I've always wanted a beach wedding and the fact that my husband and I, James, like we got married on a beach in Turks and Caicos, like sealed the deal. And that's probably why the first one didn't work out. I wasn't supposed to get married that way. I was supposed to get married on a beach. And I did. I did. <laughs> so like I guess to talk about that. So we did a destination wedding, right? 
And that, there was two things with that. That gave us the flexibility of inviting as many friends as we wanted to, knowing that probably a lot of people can't make it because it is costly, right? Pre-pandemic, mind you, we got married in 2016 and prices in Turks and Caicos were affordable. And now I look at them and I'm like, how am I going to, we wanted to actually go back this year. It's our five-year anniversary. We want to go back and renew our vows. But um, one, COVID, you know, and the kids. And two, uh, can't afford it. Definitely cannot. Like what is going on? Wowzers. So we'll pretend. We'll have like a little party and pretend. But I'm thinking, you know, we did a destination wedding. It gave everybody some type of flexibility. And the nice thing was, our honeymoon was kind of, I say kind of, kind of built into it. Like we never, we didn't really have like a honeymoon, just the two of us, but we're also very family oriented people. And we also love being around tons of people. So for us, it worked out really well that every day that we were there, cause we were there for a week, we either were doing wedding things together or we were hanging out with family in the pool, on the beach, you know, there was a water park, just eating. Like, so it was nice. It was a honeymoon embedded. So we we paid, like everything we paid for kind of worked together. And again, we didn't have a lot of friends come, but we did have something where we could afford it. We had magical pictures. And that's the thing. When you pick a destination wedding, you literally could just have friends and family take pictures with their cell phones, especially the cell phones today, and you're going to get ridiculously gorgeous pictures. Even video. If you have a friend who is willing to like use a lot of their storage on their phone, you could have fabulous everything. And someone edits and you're good to go. So we didn't expect a lot of you know gifts or money from those people who came because they had to pay for their ticket and their airfare and their hotel room. So we just honestly were so in love with the fact of whoever came, came. And that kind of made it more memorable and whatnot. But, you know, it, it is like you think about it, you're like, like weddings could be stressful for, you know, for guests as well. And, you know, I've only been a bridesmaid for my sister's weddings. I've never been a bridesmaid for a friend's wedding. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Not that I never would want to be in your wedding if you're a friend of mine, but like it is like getting the dress, doing the bridal shower, you know, planning the bachelorette party and paying for this, paying for that. Like, oof, that's a lot. That's a lot. Like when I got married the first time and I had a huge bridal party, I was like, you girls just, here's the color you pick the dress. Like I didn't want to like stress them out with a dress that wasn't like their body liking or any of that stuff. I was like, you know, and then my two sisters love them, love them. Um, they waited, I think, a couple weeks prior to the wedding to get their dress. Yeah. They were like, oops. And I'm like, oh my God. I gave you guys the color of the dress. I said, you can get any dress you want. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> so I guess, you know, it's that's just one of those things that you gotta figure out and you gotta you got to do the math and you got to see, you know, again, I don't know if I would not go. I would do everything in my power to make sure I could give them a gift they deserve. But I, I wouldn't get mad at someone, you know, I wouldn't get mad if 
let's say I was paying 150, I feel like 175 right now per plate is kind of where we're at, right? I wouldn't get mad if they didn't give me exactly 175 per person. If they were there, if they were, you know, spending what was supposed to be the best night of my life with me, one of the best nights, then then thank you. That's all that's all I can say is I appreciate them coming and all that stuff. But I'm sure other of you are like, no way. They better pay per plate. They better pay for everything. I'm paying for it. And it, it's true. But keep in mind, here's where things are different. Not everyone is fancy schmancy like you or not everyone is boho chic and, you know, the actual plates that you're using cost $500 like you. Like everyone has a very different taste. Um, You know, not everyone's going to have the tuna tartare. Like that might not be their cup of tea. They might just be like, can I have some chicken fingers and french fries and call it a day? And there's nothing wrong with chicken fingers and french fries. Because I'm going to be honest, like comfort food for me, hmm. Holds a dear place in my heart. My husband's probably like dying right now. I was listening to this like, oh, because he's a chef and likes all the fancy fancy. But I'm all about like he is too though. We both love comfort food. So what am I talking about? He just made me for breakfast a sweet potato hash with like sweet potatoes, red onion, and asparagus with um, over easy eggs and sausage links. <laughs> so like for me, like even though it was like it was plated fancy, just like that sweet potato hash and like. I don't know, the sausage links, it's comfort food for me. It's probably not the healthiest, but it's comfort food. So yeah, I saw that one, had to talk about it, super excited about it. And yeah, we are now on the 99th episode today. So which means next week, next week, guys, is my 100th episode on August 15th. And it's kind of a, I like this a little bit better because I want to say that two years ago, well, April 13th is of 2010 is when my blog launched. So that's the blog. And then I forget when I start. Did I start in April too? I might have started in April for the podcast. I want to say it was like the 13th, 14th, 15th. I don't know. It was one of those days. So I kind of like – I like – that better. I also don't like even days associating, so this is much better. But next Sunday is my 100th episode since I started. I'm super excited about that. Um, if you don't already know, I posted. I'm trying to get you guys involved with my 100th episode. You can head on over to anchor.fm, look up my podcast, 4.0 in Life, Leave me a message. It's all the way to the right. It's that button that says leave a message. You click on that. You can record it. It can be on your phone. It can be on the computer. Send me a message, thequeenbuzz at gmail.com. Anything you want to send me, I want to include you on my 100th episode because, again, you guys, I have people from all over the world listening in. You have no idea, like, how much I appreciate every single one of you listening in and just keep on listening in. I'm looking at my listenership, my unique listeners, like everything keeps growing, my audience, my please, like thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And next week's going to be a bittersweet one. We're going to talk about all the things I have tons of people that have emailed me already about things I've asked about. Um it's 4.0 in life. It could be whether you have kids, you don't have kids, you're in a relationship, you don't have a relationship. It's just how you ace air quoting ace life. And even if you're getting a C plus in life today, that is fabulous because you are my people. 
So with that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning in 4.0 in life. Find me on the Instagram 4.0 in life. You can also follow the blog queenbuzz.com. And yeah, let's talk more next Sunday. Hey guys, thank you again for tuning in to 4.0 in life. want to thank so much those of you who check out the blog all the time, thequeenbuzz.com. Be sure to check out my favorite friends, Earth Mama Organics. That's right, earthmamaorganics.com. Check them out. I have a special 20% off coupon for you guys to use. It's a 20% off code, thequeenbuzz.dotcom20 thequeenbuzz.dotcom20. All the fabulous clean beauty products for babies, for moms, for dads, you name it, they have it on there. Everything you use is usable by the whole families. There's teas, there's sunscreen lotion. We just got our uber sensitive mineral screen sunscreen lotion for SPF of 40 and it is awesome sauce for those uber sensitive kids like my kids and well, myself. So check out all their products especially for our mamas out there today for during pregnancy, after pregnancy, and the teas are so yummy. Again, check them out, Earth Mama Organics. Use coupon code THEQUEENBUZZ, D-O-T-COM 20. Again, THEQUEENBUZZ, D-O-T-COM 20.